Fitzroy Smith is a master trainer, not by way of a classroom, but by being in the gym and watching people in their body mechanics and how they live their lives and how they use their bodies. And this is how he helps people live better lives, live stronger lives um, by watching and observing and being a great teacher. He's also a great cook, a really good father, a wonderful husband. I'm a little biased, but I'm his hardest grader as well. Hello, this is Fonda Clayton, the podcaster of The Juicy Life, and I have been working on him as a project um, for a number of years, trying to get him to understand that the world needs his unique voice and in the world of podcasting, uh, he would have the ability to do uh, what he wanted in the way that he wanted um, that spoke to him in the most authentic way. This is his first time being on camera in the intention of having um, a conversation uh, about his first podcast. Uh, so I just wanted to introduce him to you and um, please welcome him into the podcasting space. Um, and I also wanted to upload this podcast in particular because I wanted him to be able to see his progress. We all start somewhere and it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to come from the heart. And this is a man who lives by his heart and his inspiration. And that's how he, um, that's what dictates his, his way of training and every, basically everything that he does. So ladies and gentlemen, Fit360, the podcast. Hey there, everybody. This is Fonda Clayton, and this is a special edition of the Juicy Live show. Um, I've got my delicious hubby here, Fitzroy Smith, and we were talking about how to be more impactful. And, and if the public knew and our clients knew what we talked about when the cameras were off, I think they'd get a better understanding about what it is to be a couple that does a similar thing, but they translate to different areas of the field. Um, and we were talking about uh, the situation that had happened to him while he was at the gym, because like he loves the gym. And you know me, I'd love to be behind this computer uh, making money in a different type of way. So anyway, um, he agreed to be on camera. And I was like, uh, hell yeah. So a sister got some the little zhuzh on her face and she was just like, Brad's record. And so here we are. And so ladies and gentlemen, presenting my husband Fitzroy Smith, the master trainer. Hello everyone. Yeah, this is my first time on the cam on the camera doing uh, you know, speaking like this. Um so here I am, a little, a little background, um, you know, information is that um, I've been a personal trainer for about 25 years or so. And um, just, this is something that I love to do and love to help, love to help people in the process of um, becoming healthy and um, in their health journey and 
you know, I've seen so many things from time to time in the gym and Fonda's always getting on me about talking about these things to um, share with people and help people to maybe um, prevent um, injuries or anything like that. So um, here I am. It was a lot of years in the making, ladies and gentlemen. A lot of years. So one story that I um, <clears throat> I wanted to start with, <clears throat> and I thought it was interesting to have a conversation about this. I was in the gym yesterday <clears throat> doing a leg workout after I finished with my clients. I decided to go to the gym and just to have a leg workout for myself. And I noticed um, two young ladies who I've always noticed in the gym, they come in and work out together. And sometimes there's more or, or more of them, but this time there were only two of them. And I say I noticed them because, you know, you notice people who are frequent in the gym and, you know, you kind of see how <clears throat> they operate in the gym. I mean, I'm always noticing things that I like to people watch as well. But, um, you know, you see, I look around and I see people doing things that are sometimes right and wrong. And sometimes I interfere and sometimes I don't. Um, because not everybody like to be told what to do or be corrected. So I kind of like wait until it feels right for me to go over and say something. And this was the case yesterday. So a young lady came in, young ladies came in, set up on the machine. They were doing legs on the Smith machine. And one of them who quite, you know, like seemed like she's been doing it for a long time. She, her body looks really good. And so she was doing this um, frontal squats. This uh, exercise is where you have the bar on front of your, your, on your, on your deltoids, holding the bar like this and doing a squat. Um, young lady, she did it correctly. And so her friend came to, it was her turn to do the exercise. And she was totally doing it incorrect. And she knew she was because she stopped and she went over to her friend to get her friend to come over to kind of assist her to do it correctly. The friend came over and I'm there watching while I was doing my leg workout because, you know, they're in front of the mirror and I can see in the mirror what was happening. And, um, the friend was trying to instruct her how to do this exercise and she wasn't doing a good job. So I kind of smiled to myself and I was like, okay. Then there was this other guy who also um, works out, seen him in the gym for a long time. He came over to assist to see if he could help. And he wasn't doing a good jo job of it either. So I'm there and I'm watching all three of them trying to figure this to do this exercise. Now, one of them knew how to do the exercise. I want to keep want you to keep that in mind. But she still couldn't instruct her friend how to do the exercise correctly. Because not everybody is a teacher. Exactly. So I'm watching and I'm watching and I'm watching. And I'm trying to prevent myself from interfering. But I, I couldn't do it. It so, makes you itchy. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I went over and I said, um, you know, I noticed you're trying to do this exercise. I said the correct way to do it is this. this. And so I instructed her how to do the exercise correctly. Ask her to try it. And she tried to say, oh, that's so much better. I said, okay. So 
I told her to try it again. And while she was trying it a couple of times, I asked her how she felt, how it felt in her body, how it was things. And she was giving me feedback and I was like, okay, do this and do this. And I said, and so there's one point I told her to stick her butt out a little bit more, but she was doing it way too much. And then I said, let's stick a little bit less, more on the knees, give it, give the knee more, more bandage in the knee and so on and so forth. So she tried that and she said, however, um, that felt better, but I've had, um, surgery recently on her, on her knee. And I was like, okay. So I said, tell me more. And she told me, and I was like, okay, um, I need you to walk step back and walk for me. And so she did. And she asked me, why was I doing that? And I said, because I wanted to see her gait. Now, how, if meaning if her foot should turn straight or out. So I explained to her that um, that's what I was doing. And she's like, oh, no one has ever done that before. And I was like- Not even the PT? Um, I don't know. Wow. So I was like, all right. So I told her, this might not be the right exercise for her, being that she had an, a recent injury, um, just finished with PT and all that stuff. So she said, what would be the best thing? I said, you can still squat, but a frontal squat would put more pressure on her, on her knees. And so it just wouldn't be a good exercise for her to do. So I told her to do the squat with the bars on her back this time. And then I changed a little bit of her positioning because now the bar is on her back instead of in the front instruct her how to do that, where to place her feet, and so on and so forth. Ask her to did it, do it facing outward. Um, she said it's way better. And I said, okay, do it facing the other way. And she did it. And she said, are you playing tricks on me? And I was like, I said, why? She said, because this feels so much better. And I said, I said, yeah. And she said, why was that? So I explained to her why it felt better facing the mirror versus the other way. Um, so then I gave her, also gave her a knee brace that I had in my bag to support her knee so she can better execute the exercise. Now I'm saying all this because, you know, it's detailed and everything because I want people to know um, what, what, what's going to come. And the thing is, not because someone knows or doing an exercise correctly in the gym. And there's so many exercises. I mean, sometimes people could do a few exercises correct and they could do the other ones incorrect. Um, but this particular exercise that can be dangerous for someone that even have a, um, don't have a knee injury um, with someone even worse for someone that has injury. And you have to take these things into, into account. On top of that, she's working out with someone who really don't know how to instruct her to do an exercise correctly. And I'm sure they were going to do many ex leg exercises that day. Um, so it goes to show that when you see people in the gym, they look good, they have a great body, and they have achieved that body through working out doesn't mean that they know how to instruct someone else. And when you go like on Instagram or Facebook and whatever, and you see someone with their phone trying to do an exercise following someone on the gram or Facebook or someone write down an exercise on a piece of paper and, and give them to do without proper instructions. 
you have to be careful about that because you can end up injuring your your body for a long period of time. And if you come to the gym to be healthy, to get healthy, and that, you get injured in and that you get place. injured in the in the place that you're supposed to be healthy, it's counterintuitive. It's it's just not gonna work out. But the thing is that just like if you buy a car and you don't learn how to drive, doesn't mean just because you have a car doesn't mean you know you know how to drive it. You have to be taught how to drive the car, how to handle yourself in traffic, get on the highway, all those things. It takes time. Personal training is the same thing. Um, we are trained as a personal trainer, we are trained to do things correctly. And this is our job. Doesn't mean because someone is in the gym working out that they know how to do my job. And so many times day to day, I'm in the gym and I see people working out and they're doing people who've been working out for years doing stuff incorrectly. From time to time, you see some of those same people coming, come in the gym with an injury and you want to know what happened. And a lot of how I was doing this, doing this particular exercise, and this happened. It happens because even if they know how to do 12 exercises, the 13 exercises they might do incorrectly and mess themselves up. So you have to be careful of what you're doing. And one day I was watching a video on, on uh, I think it was on Instagram as well, and there was a girl who's doing a video and I, I think I'm, I'm friends with her on Facebook. I don't know her personally, but she was doing it. She did a video about and she was squatting and I made uh, send her a message on on Instagram about the way she was doing the exercise. And she thanked me for for doing that. And I also um, instruct her, give her a little note how she need to, 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 to correct that. Uh, just remember this, this right right now. So. But anyway, so many times people do these exercises on online and doing videos and posting it and think that they're doing it correctly. And a lot of times they're not doing it correctly. I said to a guy in the gym today, I said, there's so many people, these guys in the gym who've been working out for years, I can show you, I can show him one or two things that they can do better with each exercise that they're doing. And they come in and lifting all these weights and doing all these exercises. And so many people, I would say 99% of people are doing it incorrectly, which is a potential for injury. And it's hard to stand by as a personal trainer to see this. And sometimes you say something and sometimes I, I just, I just can't, can't be bothered with it, with it because nobody wants, not everybody wants to be bothered and be, be told what to do, especially when you're doing exercise. So I just wanted to pass that message on to you guys. Um, finally, I want to elaborate a little bit more on that. Oh, I have plenty to say. I'm sure you do. <laughs> you, you're itching over it. <laughs> um, so you get what you pay for, ladies and gentlemen. You know, and if you don't pay nothing, you don't get anything. I mean, you might get some results, right? But combined, sitting in this room right here, we've got about over almost 50 years experience combined in the health and wellness field. And, you know, I can tell you from the perspective of when someone, by the time someone reaches my massage table, they have gone through many different massage therapists. They, they know about personal training. They know about getting fit in the gym, but they don't necessarily have made the correlation between their bodies, the body mechanics and the body's messages, right? The body will send you a feather. 
and then it will send you a brick and sometimes the side of a building. It depends on when you decide to listen. A lot of times what happens is uh, a person doesn't necessarily make the connection that they need to give you information that they gave someone else because they might not think that you have uh, the, they don't think it's pertinent, okay? So they leave it off the table. I had a, a person come to me for massage yesterday and she thanked me because I gave her information that she then gave to her personal trainer that she never gave him before. And in giving him that information, he was able to instruct her how to do stretches outside of their working out, right? Because just because you pay someone to take care of something, it doesn't mean, especially when it comes to massage or acupuncture or personal training or whatever the thing is, your job then you're in your paying the money you're saying i'm willing to be responsible for this thing that i want help with your job's not done ladies Definitely and gentlemen not. you know what i'm saying like you like even with life coaching when people hire me for life coaching they think their work is done it's like no honey you have to be willing to roll up your sleeves and get through the you know the the 13th and the 14th rep like I you know I want people to really think about you know like like you said Fitz like you could do 12 reps of something and if you lose your focus on the 13th rep yep you can injure yourself just like that just like that right it takes your focus it takes your concentration it takes your honoring what you're doing right you're pushing your body you're actually tearing muscle fiber to build it, right? Uh, you are burning fat. You like your your fat restores your 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 oxygen levels. Like everything is pushing against. It's like pushing a boulder up. You're, the stre hill. you're stretching. You're stretching ligaments, yes. tendons, yes. all those things. Yes. Which are which are have which have limitations. Absolutely. Um. So you have to really know um, when. Your, your threshold, when you reach your threshold. Absolutely. Yeah. Just like even, okay, so he's been working out forever and a day, right? But since we've been together, there are days when I can tell he's off. And I'm like, okay, if you're gonna go to the gym, cause you, you know, sometimes by the time that you've worked out for as long as he's worked out, he goes to the gym for sanity, right? So now it's just like, I need you to be, I need you to go light, I need you to go slow, and I need you to, do less and I need you to check in. And if you cannot do that, I need you to stay home. Because if you come back and you know, you're know you not paying attention, guess who's gotta put it back together? Me, I gotta, I gotta play Humpty Dumpty. I don't really feel like it, you know what I mean? Um, and so it, it, is, it is a thing where every person that, they may look the way you wanna look. They might not know how to instruct you how to do it, right? And sometimes people probably don't want to necessarily uh, get information from you because they think that you're going to try to sell them something, right? You you don't know what a person is is thinking or, or feeling. Or somebody somebody else, a friend or so, could have tell them something differently from what I might be telling them. And because they're friends, they're going to go and be like, oh well. They're going to go with the friend. Yeah. Right. Or, right. or it could be coming from somebody who look a certain way. Right. Um, so, but you know, that's not, knowledge doesn't, it doesn't matter how much, 
Yeah, what knowledge doesn't like. have a look. It doesn't have a look. It's, right. it's, you know, and if you, you know, be, but, but still you have to be careful of the daysayers as well. The daysayers as well, oh, well, they say so, but no one gives you a detail as to why. I like to, when I tell someone to do something, I like to give them the detail and the reason why. So it makes sense to them and it might feel correct or incorrect. I don't know, whichever way they take it. But once I give the information, they can take it the way they want to because they're not paying me anyway. The people who are paying me when I give them instructions are to do something, they're not going to question it. And if they do question it, I give them detail as to why. And they'll take it from that point because they trust me enough to put money in my hands so they have to trust my knowledge. Well, they trust you enough at least to try it. Right. Right. And you because sometimes you have to put it to the test. Like, you know, you could you could have worked out since you were 16, 17 years old. By the time that you're 50, if you're working out the same way, then you need to know that you're doing something wrong. Right. Because there's the other thing of like the person that looks good and she, she's fit, like the person you're talking about. Mm -hmm. She probably has muscle tears and muscle pain that. She would not have if she had learned how to do something correctly. So right. the person who had the, the surgery, the knee surgery, right? She's not going to question the leg pain because they're doing legs and you anticipate a certain degree of pain. But that's another subject. That's okay. another subject entirely because in all honesty, there are more people who, are, who seems fit and not who are living with pain every day. Right. But they work out anyway because it's something they love to do and they work they have to go to work and they do things so they're living with pain but the pain don't have to you don't have to live with pain well you know there's this whole thing of but no, that's pain, another subject. No, no pain no gain right? right so i mean well, every subject leads into another thing yeah, right yeah, so you know. yeah yeah i mean it, it like listen the, the 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 key thing is listen to your body um really really uh, learn what the messages are and the only way you can learn how to listen with that ear is to go slower, right? And it's just like, okay, if something doesn't feel right, then it's not right. You don't need someone to kind of say, even, even the expert here, if, you know, when he's training me, if something doesn't feel right, I say to him, listen, I need, I need another way of doing this. I'm not trying to get out of it, but I need another way of doing this because this doesn't feel right. Right? right and he has more experience than i do but uh no one has more experience than living in this body <laughs> but me yeah true and and that's the responsibility and that's yeah that's responsibility of the client because one other thing i always tell my client is to tell me what's going on with them right don't just you know do what i tell you to do and and there's things going on that doesn't feel right and don't say anything <clears throat> because i can't help it they don't say anything right so i give them the permission to say something Tell me what's going on because I can always tweak an exercise to fit a client, whatever whatever is happening, to 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 fit to make it feel better for them. Right. I mean, I you're mean, just that good. Not everybody's that good. Well, I mean, I am the best, of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, but one thing I want to close with. The other thing I want I really want to close this conversation out with is that. Not because you have a gym membership and you have friends that, that's been to the gym and have, have achieved great results. You really, sometimes you really don't know how deep 
and what the price they have to pay to get those results. That's one. Um, you can't assume because they've gotten those, they've achieved those results that they know what they're doing enough to instruct you how to do it. The other thing is that working out is like drive is like owning a car. They're learning to drive. You have to get proper instruction, go take a test, and pass the test to be able to go on the road because it is dangerous. Inside of a gym, if you haven't been or if you've been, it's very dangerous. There's so much steel and weight and this and that in a gym. It's very dangerous. You're using these machines and equipment to tear your muscles and, and stretch your joints and stretch your muscles. It is dangerous, but at the same time, it can be very beneficial. But in order for that to happen, you have to know how to use the tools in the gym. It's very important. You have to get instructed. You have to learn how to use those tools. And not because you see somebody doing stuff in a gym. I mean, you see crazy stuff in gym. I've seen video of people doing so much crazy stuff in I'm a gym. I was going to mention that, yeah. The danger behind that. And it's, you know, it might seem like a joke and it's funny, but it's so dangerous. And one thing, I don't want to live, I don't like pain. I don't want to live with, you know, joint pains and all this kinds of stuff going in my body. If I'm in the gym, I'm in the gym to get better, not get worse. And so there's certain precaution that has to be taken. And I'm just telling people, telling you people who are, who are who wants to, to get into gym and work out to, to, to better them, themselves. Just be careful and hire a personal trainer who can, and not just any personal trainer, do your due diligence, check them out, make sure experience goes a long way. Get someone who's experienced and know what they're doing. Ask them questions. Don't be afraid to challenge them. Let, let challenge them so they can talk about or elaborate about what they are talking about. Explanation. Don't feel like because they say something, they know what they're talking about. Ask for explanation. And let them tell you why it should be done this way versus the other way. I think that's great. I think that's great. Um, well, you said one thing. What I want to see if I can I can get it back. You said something earlier about you know your your clients who question <clears throat> you, right? And and a lot of times people may feel intimidated and they don't want to make it seem as if they're con being confrontational with you. But the best client is the person that asks questions. The best client is the one who is interested in their health and well-being. Um, and, and there's a, a thin line between being confrontational and just wanting to know, right? Absolutely. And there's nothing wrong with in being like the quote, air quotes expert of not knowing and needing to go back and finding out more information. I have a whole bookshelf over here full of information and I can't retain it all. That's why it's in the book over here on the shelf. And if I don't know, I will tell you, I don't know. And then I will confer to the books and then I will come to him and I'll be like, well, what do you think about such and such? I mean, there have been many times over the years where we share clients and we come up with a game plan as to how to support them based on the needs and based on the goals that they have for themselves, not for what we have for them, but what they say that they want for themselves, right? right. Like. 
for instance, if a client comes to us or to come to you and we basically, we, we kind of troubleshoot it with each other. If their goal is only to lose 20 pounds, you see they could lose 50, but they're only willing to lose the 20. Guess what? They're only going to lose the 20 and keep it all successfully because in their mind, that's, that's the number that they have. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, if a person, but if a person comes to you and they want to lose 20 pounds in a week, we, we absolutely, I don't want nothing to do with we that. We want nothing to do with that client because that person is trying to do something based on someone else's ideal. And, and the time crunch is it, the way life is set up. So many th different things happen in life. That's dangerous. That that person is a danger to themselves and they don't even know it. And like I, like you said, I don't want to have anything to do with that person because there's not going to be any joy in that for that person. So uh, we leave you with this question. Uh, do your due diligence, listen to your body, be good to yourself and live like live life like you mean it. Awesome.